0: Hello everyone, welcome into to Just In Sports. I'm your host, Justin Reedman. It's our first basic opening for this week. It's week one of the show, so I just wanted to kick things off on a little note. But for the future shows, I'll get a little more creative, so be on the look for that. So as I mentioned how it is the first show, I just wanted to tell you all how this show is going to go. I'm not going to get on every week and be like, hey guys, so now I'm going to talk about this, 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 and this. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about what pops into my head. And there's a couple things that are in my head right now. And the first one is this. is about the NBA horse tournament. So how about we go talk about that? I'm going to talk about the NBA Horse Tournament because that just popped in my head. The final was last night. I didn't even watch a single minute of it. So I want to talk about that. So it's basically been one month since the NBA, along every major sports league, with the exception of the UFC, because you know Dana White was trying to get these private islands for his fighters to fight on. No, good attempt by Dana. I mean, he had a good point. They all have their private jets. But I mean, they need a pilot to fly those. I'm pretty sure the fighters don't fly those. We're all canceled due to the crazy COVID-19 coronavirus epidemic. So I don't know about you all, but I am suffering from a serious sports withdrawal. I mean, my that's my sports is my life. Eat, sleep, sports. And I think all the professional athletes in the NBA, the NHL, and even MLB, because their season would be off now, could agree with me. I mean, if you have social media like Twitter, you've seen Steph Curry do wacky golf tricks around his house and get so sciced about it. And he's running around like, yeah! It's hilarious. Or Trey Young and a million other basketball players playing basketball with their little tykes hoop that they probably owned since they were three years old. The players must miss touching a ball so much. So, this past weekend concluded the NBA 2K Players Tournament. And it was televised on ESPN, so it wasn't like it was on Twitch, online, you had to stream it. It was on big-time network, ESPN, the worldwide leader of sports. And Devin Bucker, Phoenix Sun's shooting guard, took home the trophy and donated the money to charity of his choice. However, playing 2K didn't seem like enough for those players at all. And if you watched the tournament, I watched maybe a one or two games, because I'm a big Washington, D.C. fan, so Wizards player Rory Hachimura was playing, so I was intrigued to see him. They were not even allowed to talk smack. I mean, they had to keep it, I'd say G, not even PG. It was just not even real smack talk. I mean, NBA players, and even, you would say, retired players, felt this urge. Just this big urge to touch a ball. Uh, Playing 2K virtually on their Xboxes with a headset, trying to talk smack as nice as they can on national television, was not good enough. So Commissioner Adam Silver had to step up the game, man, and make a horse tournament. And the horse tournament was on ESPN. So before I talk about everything that went wrong, Whatever, Like everyone else is talking about, we got to say kudos to Commissioner Adam Silver for coming out of quarantine, wherever he's quarantining, and going on Twitter and planning this. I mean, you got to give him credit. And he got good names for the competition, too. It's not like he got a bunch of bench players to come play in this horse competition. I mean, he got... Rising star Trey Young had a great rookie year last year. I consider him one of the best shooters in the league. He said he's coming for Steph Curry. I'm not going that far yet, Trey. Former NBA champion on the in the 2000s Pistons, Chauncey Billows, Mr. Big Shot. I mean, his name is Mr. Big Shot, so he has to play it. got to hit, got to knock down some big shots. Jazz point guard Mike Conley. Always a fan favorite. I like Mike Conley, wherever he's going to play. He's such a great guy. Good person for the community. And I got WNBA alums. The Truth, Paul Pierce. I'll tell you a story about why I don't like Paul Pierce. He, he, he played for the Washington Wizards one year. And it was a magical year for him. I, I, I was like, okay, we got Paul. When I heard the Wizards sign Paul Pierce, I was... Half excited, half not. I'm like, wow, it's the end of his career. He's washed up. Man, that guy balled out for the Wizards that year. Had that fadeaway shot to win against the Hawks in the playoffs. He's yelling on TV, this is why I'm here. I thought he loved Washington so much. I thought he was going to re-sign with us. Goes to play his last year on the Clippers with Doc Rivers. Broke my heart. That's why I'm not a big Paul Pierce fan. But let me get back to this topic. It was a legit group of people for the horse tournament. So now that I got all that out of the way, it's time to say what went wrong. And I'm going to start with this word. Broadband. And I'm going to say it again. Broadband. I mean, players had to use their private courts basketball hoops in their driveways they had to have their wives or even their kids film them which was I, I'm sorry to use the word pathetic but it was and the everyone's Wi-Fi is at different speeds who knows what kind of what carrier Wi-Fi they have and while watching the games just some of the Wi-Fis were crashing I just remember the first game with Chauncey versus Trey. Where Chauncey actually upset Trey, it, the game just kept on freezing, and there were doing some trick shots, and there's one point where I think it was Chauncey who bounced the ball in the air, and when he, after he bounced the ball, the whole thing froze. and I'm just like, "dang it, Wi-Fi. That's the whole problem with this. Everyone has different Wi-Fi, and the Wi-Fi was just so bad. And it's not the player's fault. It's not even ESPN's fault. It, you can't stop technology from whatever it does. And something else that was, I, could, I would say, bad, was that the games took forever, and it lost my attention. I got bored. I went on my phone. And I think a lot of people can agree with me. I mean, I I went on Twitter and I saw my advisor and and uh, sports media, sports media communication professor Dr. Moore. He, he said I was watching I'm watching guys grocery games. He said watching guys grocery games is like The Godfather compared to watching the NBA horse competition. Doctor Moore, I agree with you one hundred percent. I was watching Family Feud, but you know the same the same concept. I had to turn it off. And the last thing I want to cover about the whole tournament is that I was hoping for a really exciting commentator. I don't want to. I'm not about to diss Mark Jones. He, ha- he he's a very good commentator when it comes to actual games. He has a lot of credibility in all the years he's been calling games, sideline reporting, etc. But I was really hoping ESPN would have Rachel Nichols, who viewers haven't seen on TV in a while, who hosted Jump weekdays, 3 o'clock Eastern. That's an hour show. Or Jalen Rose, who's very popular. He does the podcast, Jalen and Jacoby. I mean, that podcast he does with with David Jacoby started off as a podcast, then moved on to ESPN2 at 2.30 a.m., and then got a time slot at 2.30 p.m. on ESPN2, then got extended to an hour on ESPN2, and now got the 4 o'clock slot on ESPN because of High Noon with Bomani Jones and Pablo Torre getting canceled, which is huge because it's on before what ESPN likes to call the big three, which are my favorite shows in the afternoon, highly questionable around the horn, and pardon the interruption. Not to mention Jalen is also on this big contract on ESPN for Get Up too, which I personally don't watch myself, but I've heard he's not on it much. So I'm not saying again, I don't I'm not trying to say I don't like Mark Jones or anything. But he wouldn't be my first choice for this horse competition where viewers haven't watched sports, new content in a while. I would I would rather see Rachel Nichols or Jalen Rose and make me more excited. And something we talk about in my sports communication class is that sports is the last it's the last appointment television is the term that um, dr moore taught us which is where we actually have an actual time to sit and watch live and new content and the horse competition was attempt to bring us some appointment television with new content fresh content rather than these replays of games that's been on everywhere because i i watched I, i watched a couple of the replays but I just don't watch a lot of them because I know the result. I, I know the result of the 2010 ES. I know of the 2010 excuse me NBA finals. I know that Kobe is gonna win his last ring. I want fresh content. So kudos to ESPN, Commissioner Silver, and the NBA for an attempt with the horse tournament, but it just wasn't enough and Stuff just did not go their way with Wi-Fi. So this other topic that came in my head, like I said, I don't plan the show ahead of time. I'm just, stuff just comes on my mind, is the WNBA draft, because it's tonight. And I go to Ryder University located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, so the central New Jersey area. And we had the top Scorer in the nation, Stella Johnson. And I don't want to talk about the Power Five conferences right now. With I know Oregon has that huge that big standout, Sabrina Uescu, who's gonna go number one. She's been talked about ESPN and all the major networks all year, but Stella's got no attention. Stella Johnson, I'm gonna say it again, she's the nation's leading scorer had a career year, averaged 24 points a game. She's projected; to, She was projected all year to go in the second round. And not only that, I just checked the latest WNBA mock draft on ESPN, and she fell to the last pick in the draft, the 36th pick, to the Washington Mystics. What? What? That is crazy. I know she's getting overlooked, but it's just crazy—the nation's leading scorer. I—I'm gonna. It's just crazy because I know she's not from a power five, but if you look at her stats, an NBA team will love her. But I want to go from a fan standpoint real quick because, as I mentioned when I was talking about Paul Pierce, that I'm a big Washington DC sports fan. So. If Stella Johnson somehow is able to land on the Mystics, which, that would be really nice, but I really hope she goes earlier because, like I said, Nation's Leading Score had the magical year, but if she goes on the Mystics, that would be an awesome fit because the Mystics lost their combo guard Christy Tolliver because she left to you go know, to the LA Sparks, and That's what Stella can do. Stella plays the shooting guard, but if riders, this year we saw, I saw a rider point guard, Amanda Mobley, if she got in foul trouble, you can move Stella right over to the one to point guard, and she can play the point. She can run. She can dish out the assist. She can go inside the paint. She can do everything. So any team would be lucky to have her. So I wouldn't mind her on the Mystics at all. And when I was just looking up her, I found this fun fact about her. She only had two offers, and if you include Ryder, and one of the schools pulled out. So basically, if you want to include Ryder just as the only school that gave her an offer, because this one school pulled out, And I was amazed to see the record they went. They went 0-28. 0-28. I bet they are regretting that. So I wish Stella and all all the prospects, of course, the best of luck tonight. We are rooting for you all. So the last thing I want to talk about before I leave is about sneakers. I am a big sneakerhead. So this is the one thing I'm going to do consistently every week that will be the same. Obviously, different kind of shoes. It's going to be called the shoe of the week. And I, I I have, so as I just said, I'm a big sneakerhead. I have at least 30 pairs of sneakers, primarily Nike. I have a couple pairs of Adidas. I have a pair of Under Armour Steph Currys. Did I miss any other brands? I've, I've put the Nike and Jordan together because Nike owns Jordan, and I just love browsing sneakers online. And now that we're trapped in quarantine, who knows if I'm gonna—I might buy another pair or two because it's very tempting. I haven't used my last two work paychecks. Once I do my taxes, I'll be getting some more money. Man, it's going to be tempting. So I'm going to talk about the KD-13s as my shoe of the week, the KD-13 Zooms. They first have these gold chains and very colorful colorways. It's pink and blue colorway. And it kind of reminds me of the late rapper Nipsey Hussle style, the gold chain and just the colorway of, of... the clothing he would wear. And it, it, It's just really cool. It's just really cool design. And it would kind of go with these Muhammad Ali socks that I have that say, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You get it? There's the butterflies on the shoe. So I would have my butterfly shoe and the Muhammad Ali socks that say, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. That'd be so awesome. And I also have three other pairs of KD. And what I love about sneakers is, what I forgot to say, that all my sneakers that I own are unique. I don't go for the all-white Air Force Ones, the all-black Air Force Ones. I love the unique designs. So I have the KD, so the three KDs I have already are the kd6 easter that i bought this resale place for 80 bucks in amazing condition and i just remember asking the guys working at the place was like how much are these things there's no price tag is it 80 i said uh 80,000? 80, 80 i said 8 800 80 I said $80? I was like, this is a must-buy right here. Great deal. Love my KD Easters. Wear them all the time. I also have the KD7s, the electric eels. They got these, it's just, they have the green, it's a nice uh black and green and blue colorway, uh, green scrap, dream strap, excuse me. I even got the whole outfit too, the electric eel shirt. And the shorts and the elite socks that go with the whole sh- shoes and everything—it's awesome. And finally, I got the KD9 Texas. I like the style. It was the University of Texas, Col- Texas colors. KD pays homage back to his school that even that he was there, even though there. He was even he you know, he was a one and done. He pays homage back to Texas. It was nice. I like the kit. I like the style. I bought it. So my Katie, the Katie 13 zooms, maybe they'll be my latest, my latest shoe that I will buy while stuck in quarantine. If I get them, I'll definitely talk about them on air if I get them. So that wraps up this edition of Just In Sports. Next week, what am I going to talk about? I have no clue, so stay tuned. And I'm going to have a special guest on. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.